children how do you think we can start nurturing our children to understand um, the vulnerabilities of our bodies and uh, how do you teach your child your girl to understand that you have to appreciate the man and how do you teach your boy to understand that he has to appreciate the woman you know uh, personally I have become very deliberate mm. because I don't want to bring my children not that I was brought up badly yeah but we, we didn't have from a lack of knowledge yeah lack of yeah, knowledge yeah. we're not taught about sex and everything yeah. so I have become very intentional about how I separate uh, my, my daughter experiences with her body and my son mm. so when she reached oh she's five years old mm. right now so I have started teaching her how to clean herself mm. and I and she I just give her a bowl of water and a clean piece of cloth and I tell her clean yourself I see mm. and then she when she does it she's like Kai mama Nikosafi then I'm, I'm, I'm very excited because yeah. us when we were growing up there was nothing like that wow. so when I you like teach that. her like that and yeah. she she becomes now connected her, to her. Her, her, she has agency over her body even when, when she's doing it and then the brother comes in she's like yeah. now she's like no you cannot enter the bedroom when i'm cleaning yeah. myself yeah. and the same thing for my son he's nine years old and when he i stopped going to the to his bedroom just anyhow i have to knock and mm -hmm. respect his privacy and now and i then he said telling me i noticed he has wet dreams and he was like, Mom, bona ni kiamuka na unanga kama jingine kwa kitanda. I was like, yo ni normal. Yo na manisha unagro. And I could ask him, ukienda kwa chuna unanga susu yako imekua straight hivi. Then he was like, yo na unanga imekua straight. Then I was like, yo ni normal. No, no. So I've, I've normalized and those things, those in changes in a very healthy way. Yeah. And made them comfortable with what is happening in their bodies. Yeah. And to the point where... My, when I'm having my period, my, my son knows he, because when you go to the toilet as a woman and you have your period, even when you flush, there's normally a red, red dot. Yes. Then he's like, Mom, can you call periods? Then he was, because I, I, first he asked me, Mom, you know, damu kwa cho, kwani unatoka damu? Then he was like, Eh, you need to periods. Every month, yeah. Mom, unatoka damu. Because in a side younger, that's how I gave birth to you. But you see, for children you have this certain information you have to give them yes and, and others yeah, yeah you yeah. have to withdraw so for me i have invested in buying books to help me to give what is the suitable information for my five-year-old daughter mm. and for my son you so see? you as a parent also you're educating yourself about positive and healthy healthy yes. parenthood yes yeah. because right. i don't want to put my my children in a space where if my son goes to school and sees a, a girl having bodily changes he starts stigmatizing or be like mm, yeah. you know yeah, i want him that? to be like oh you're having your periods that's a very good thing yeah you want, i want him to be body positive about yeah. what is happening in his body mm. and like, respect that periods are a natural biological process mm. and he cannot stigmatize something like that so it starts from us because we are the first sex educators to our children. Yeah. And we have to be very intentional. As young parents, we have to be the generation that is bringing those conversations with our children, yeah? yeah? Because if we don't do it, we are going to just, it's going to be a whole vicious cycle. Like repeating a repeating itself, itself. And I, I And I want to break that cycle with my children. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to be in an age where my son is somewhere and somebody is violating his his privacy and he cannot say 
stop it because he's afraid because he was he's never afraid. taught he was to. he was not told when somebody comes and touches you like this you can and you're not it. comfortable tell mm. him stop touching me like that yeah. and then he will come and tell me mom imagine kuna mtu alikuwa ananifanyia hivi but nilimwambia wache that is very good i want you to tell me like that but us if somebody was touching you like this and you are afraid to tell them because you don't know if it is right you don't even know how to interpret yeah, it and then how like, do you even talk to your parents mm, and they've know, not created a safe space they've not created that space that yeah. you can trust and it's also even making your children identify like three people they can trust with and it is also about believing victims of this mm-hmm. of rape mm-hmm. if somebody comes and tells you mazemia was raped you're like what are you wearing what the fuck is that mm-hmm. you know doesn't make first let us also normalize believing survivors and following through and capturing these people who are doing this thing and just just stop these vices from happening mm-hmm. and that and create now safe spaces for people from to, the house yeah f- start inside the house thank you so much for that mm-hmm. so as we end eric maybe you can just let us know how do we contribute um with creating such safe, safe spaces for men and women as human beings to exist together i think in the beginning it's just everything we've been saying um i think the best thing is to be an example first of all um i'm a storyteller so i i talk about these issues um most people really look at me like i'm a weird human being but for most times i tell them you're barking at a flying bird because i'm free mm. i'm free mm. you keep barking but so I'm first in the you sky. have to be free on yeah, your own to like talk about vagina do you even say the word vagina and <laughs> penis yeah, you know, you know yeah. let's let's start talking and for me even this the safe spaces support groups i've created it's really just centered around storytelling um because that's the best social support is the best piece of healing yeah. human beings can get when i'm connected and i feel safe i gain back my agency yeah. i can gain back my creativity yeah. i can gain back my confidence yeah. i can be productive as a productive human being yeah. um when all that is lost then i'm tight tightened up yeah. and the the brain goes to survival mode when yeah. you're in survival mode you overwork certain sections of your brain such that the pieces of you that can work uh, rationally or creatively stop working because yeah. all the energy you're using is going to like the brain is just just wants to keep you alive yeah you know so yeah, all so the energy goes there alive. right yeah. um and yet you can be so much more when you're relaxed mm-hmm. you can create yeah and you can um produce yeah, yeah? yeah. healthy things healthy yeah. children healthy environments yeah. healthy work all this healthy connections um so let's talk let's just start talking thank you so much for such an engaging um rich robust um conversation thank you so much for taking your time uh to come and for for me my contribution to ensuring that we sort this thing is by creating spaces like this and um a special thank you to all of you for taking your time to come and speak to me about uh and speak to everybody who will be watching this about um <coughs> body trauma body abuse uh, body politics in general and i would like to 
give a special thank you to Sema Box for giving us this space and for uh, helping create spaces where voices can be heard. And I think uh, for us to progress, um, it's in unity, it's in collaborations, it is in amplifying each other's voices. And with that, I'd like to end uh, this episode. Thank you very much and see you next time. Bye.